This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Welcome to Unexplained Extra, with me, Richard McLean-Smith, where for the weeks in between episodes we look at stories and ideas that for one reason or other didn't make it into the previous show. In our last episode, Profit and Loss, we looked at the brutal and disturbing murder of the Evangelista family in Detroit in 1929. With so many separate elements to this extraordinary story, I must confess that in the chaos of it all, as was pointed out to me by one listener last week, I actually forgot to wrap up one of the more mysterious aspects of the crime. I mentioned early on in the story that when police found Benny Evangelista's head, it was surrounded by three pictures of a child lying dead in a coffin that, as far as we can tell from the reports, appear to have been deliberately placed there. Sadly, however, and possibly why I so carelessly neglected to elaborate on this, the significance of these photos was never actually established. It's been speculated that the child was either another of the Evangelista's children who died, or it was someone related to the killer, who'd possibly once been a patient of Benny's, but had died despite Benny's self-proclaimed powers of healing. If it was the latter, determining the child's identity would have gone some way to revealing the identity of the culprit, and possibly their motive. But sadly nothing to that effect seems to have been established. One possible reason for this was because so few people in the local community were willing to come forward with information to help the investigation. Some have suggested this was largely due to fear of reprisal from the culprit, or more pertinently, fear of reprisal from the supposed organised crime group known as La Mano Nera, or the Black Hand, who some suspected were ultimately responsible for the murders. But who were the Black Hand? And were they even real at all? On the afternoon of Wednesday, May 13th, 1914, at the intersection of Bleecker Street and 6th Avenue in Manhattan, 
A deeply troubled Maria Longo was pacing the streets outside her home. Her six-year-old son, Francesco, who attended the local public school at Grove and Hudson, less than ten minutes' walk away, had yet to return home, despite school ending hours ago. Maria's husband, Frank, who ran the family's bakery, located on the ground floor of their home on Bleecker Street, did his best to calm her down, believing the boy was probably just playing with friends in the street and would return unscathed any moment. But as evening began to descend, with none of his usual companions having seen him since lunch, the boy had yet to appear. Unable to wait any longer, Maria was about to call the police when a letter arrived at the bakery, addressed to Frank. Sent special delivery from Brooklyn earlier that afternoon, it read, Dear friend, beware not to seek your son, Francesco. He will be found in good hands, and we want the sum of $5,000. Beware not to have anything to do with the police, because it will be worse for you and your son. If this comes to the attention of the police, you will receive the body of your son by parcel post. Wait and keep your eyes open. Signed, The Black Hand. Maria's worst fears had been realised, and she had good reason to be worried. As many as five children had been kidnapped and killed under similar circumstances in the last few years. In fact, only two years ago, Maria's brother, Filippo Di Fiore, had been a victim of the exact same crime when his four-year-old son, Giuseppe, was abducted and held for ransom. Despite a commitment from the police to help locate the boy, Filippo was too scared to wait and wasted little time in paying the money. His son was immediately returned unharmed. Not one to be messed with, Maria's husband, Frank, stormed to Filippo's house and scolded him for paying Giuseppe's ransom, believing that had now made their family an easy target. Frank, who couldn't possibly pay the ransom, then marched Filippo to nearby McDougall Street Police Station and demanded he tell them everything he knew about the people who abducted Giuseppe in the hope it might help them find Francesco. Here's something you don't know about me. I often have trouble sleeping, though I might get to sleep easily enough. Within a few hours, I could be wide awake, as my mind races through everything I didn't do, everything I still need to do, or even just to some embarrassing thing I said years ago that no one else even remembers. Relatable? Yeah, it sucks. Fortunately, I was introduced to Sunday Scaries, who make products specifically for overthinkers and night owls like me. CBD gummies to help you decompress, clear your head, and fall asleep, so you can actually wake up a fully functioning human being. I thought I was alone in dealing with everyday stress-related issues, but Sunday Scaries reminded me that I'm not. Whether it's a racing mind, lying awake at night, or feeling on the verge of a nervous breakdown, Sunday Scaries is the perfect tonic and I got you 25% off to prove it. Visit sundayscaries.com and use my promo code UNEXPLAINED for your discount. That's promo code UNEXPLAINED for 25% off at sundayscaries.com. Please note Sunday Scaries should not be used if you're pregnant or nursing. Consult with a physician before use if you have a serious medical condition or use prescription medications. At the station... Maria and Frank were fortunate to be met by Lieutenant Rocco Cavoni, 
who'd worked Giuseppe's ransom case two years before and had been left disappointed not to have found the culprits. Though he couldn't be sure it was the same people, there was good reason to suspect it was. He was also well-versed in the workings of the apparent Black Hand group, who'd been terrorising the Italian immigrant community for years with their sinister letters. Though mainly focused on extortion, child abduction for ransom had become somewhat of a growing trend in recent months. Lieutenant Cavoni, one of the first Italians in New York to become a member of the New York Police Department, had once been a colleague of Joseph Petrosino, the former head of the NYPD's Italian squad. The squad had been set up to deal with a rise in organised crime among the Italian communities that had emerged in a number of major US cities over the last few years. With as many as 3 million Italians moving to America since the turn of the century, with the majority coming from the south of Italy, it was becoming apparent that some of the south's leading crime organisations, specifically the Sicilian Mafia and the Camorra from the region of Campania, had also come too. The Black Hand, however, was something new. With the Italian squad formed in 1908, Joseph Petrosino, who in 1888 became the first Italian speaker to join the NYPD and had since established himself as an uncompromising enforcer of the law, was promptly appointed as its head. The following year, while on an intelligence-gathering trip to Palermo in Sicily, Petrosino was assassinated. The next day, an anonymous letter was sent to the Italian squad headquarters, stating that the New York Black Hand had arranged the murder. By 1914, this enigmatic group appeared to have established itself as a serious challenger to the better-known crime families. Apart from the occasional arrest, however, little progress had been made in getting to the heart of the organisation. With the abduction of Francesco Longo, Lieutenant Cavoni was determined to get his men. After initial investigations, the police soon turned their attention to local greengrocer Francesco Macaluso, who along with a network of 20 or so individuals appeared to be at the centre of the case. Finally, after 49 days of stakeouts and close police surveillance, Cavoni orchestrated a pretend deal in exchange for the young boy. When Francesco Longo was finally returned to his family, the NYPD swept in, arresting everyone they believed to be involved in the crime. Although some were able to escape prosecution, the grocer Macaluso was convicted and sent down for 25 years, with the individual who'd kept the boy prisoner all that time receiving 50 years. And yet, despite the clear criminal intentions of those claiming to be representatives of the Black Hand, as it turned out, none of the individuals involved actually belonged to any such organisation. The men had merely used the name as a tactic to instil fear in their victims. Incredibly, despite hundreds of seemingly Black Hand-related crimes and extortion demands occurring each year, it is thought this might be all it ever was. Though a loose criminal organisation known as the Society of the Black Hand is said to have existed in Spain in the late 19th century, its association with the Italian immigrant community in America 
is thought to have been simply invented by an overzealous journalist back in 1908. Writing about the murder of an Italian man in New York's The Herald newspaper, the journalist appears to have plucked the apparent involvement of a black hand organisation out of thin air, using the name of the Spanish group as inspiration. From that moment, however, the phrase and all its sinister connotations was gleefully lapped up by the press, looking for a quick way to sensationalise stories relating to the new arrivals from Italy. Amazingly, it seems that precisely due to the hysteria drummed up around the notion of this secretive band of criminals, a number of opportunistic individuals quickly began to take advantage, with only a pen, some paper and the name being required to strike immediate fear into their victims. And before long, suddenly the black hand was seemingly everywhere. In the year after the Herald article alone, there were said to have been as many as 424 reported cases involving the black hand throughout the major cities where Italian immigrants had settled, from New York all the way to San Francisco. It had become such a powerful tool Even established mafia leaders such as Giuseppe Morello in New York had taken to using it in their extortion enterprises. In the end, however, due to a zero-tolerance policy adopted by local police forces on anyone claiming association with the group, with no reason to remain loyal to it since it never truly existed in the first place, the Black Hand soon evaporated back into the air from where it had once come. If you enjoy Unexplained and would like to help supporters, you can now do so via Patreon. To receive access to ad-free episodes, just go to patreon.com forward slash unexplainedpod to sign up. Or if you'd like to make a one-time donation, you can go to unexplainedpodcast.com forward slash support. All donations, no matter how large or small, are greatly appreciated. Unexplained, the book and audiobook, featuring 10 stories that have never before been covered on the show, is now available to buy worldwide. You can purchase through Amazon, Barnes & Noble and Waterstones, among other bookstores. All elements of Unexplained, including the show's music, are produced by me, Richard McLean Smith. Please subscribe and rate the show wherever you listen to podcasts, and feel free to get in touch with any thoughts or ideas regarding the stories you've heard on the show. Perhaps you have an explanation of your own you'd like to share. You can reach us online at unexplainedpodcast.com or Twitter at unexplainedpod and Facebook at facebook.com forward slash unexplainedpodcast. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. 
What if we told you about a major breakthrough on awesome savings on all-inclusive beach vacays? OMG, this could break the case. Case? I'm talking about CheapCaribbean.com. It's full of hot savings. At CheapCaribbean.com, score an extra $175 off site-wide on vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. A swim-up bar in Punta Cana or dip your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. We gotta take this show on the road. Start at CheapCaribbean.com. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.